0: Welcome to Working Towards Nine, a podcast that strives to secure the full and equal participation of women in the legal profession, produced by the Women Lawyers Association of Michigan. Welcome to Working Towards Nine. My name is Nicole Smithson. I am the president-elect of the Women Lawyers Association of Michigan and the creative director of the Working Towards Nine podcast. Today I am joined by author, educator, and goal attainment expert, Dr. Pamela Love, Dr. Love will be speaking with me today about strategic support and resources for starting and finishing 2024 strong. Welcome to Working Towards Nine, Dr. Love. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Absolutely. So again, thank you, Nicole, for having me. Uh, I really appreciate it. And a little bit about me. I'm the author of five books. I executive produced a stage production from one of the books. I am the founder of DP Love Enterprises which is really about helping people achieve more of what matters and the founder of the finishers network which is a division of my company as you said I've an educator i've done executive coaching leadership coaching including with napd with a number of individuals across the country I've also done workforce development with returning citizens, as well as violence interrupters. So my experience has ranged from senior executives to individuals at different levels and walks of life.
0: Your most recent presentation to the National Association of Public Defenders is where I became familiar with your work. And you really have a gift for helping people get motivated, see the positives in their life, and address any type of negative force in their life. So I'm so grateful that you are with us today. Thank you. Um, Dr. Love, you mentioned that you are the founder of the Finisher's Network. What is the Finisher's Network, and what is special about being a finisher?
1: Mm, Great question. What's interesting that one of the things I found after traveling around and talking to a lot of women primarily about self-love, self-care, just doing a lot of women's empowerment work, I found that a lot of people were not aligned with their core values. And so I began to explore that a lot more. But then I also found that people were starting a lot of things, but not finishing them. They would start every year. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I've got all these goals, whether it was personal, whether it was work, they would identify many goals. But when you say, how are you doing on that? They would not finish And so I began to really understand that in many cases, there were a lot of women who had experienced trauma or something had happened in their life, whether it was relationship, whether it was work, whatever it was. And so Finisher's Network was conceived to help people finish what they start. And so we provide support, resources, and information that's designed to really disrupt excuses and help you make progress towards your goals. It's important though, what you asked about being a finisher. Being a finisher, I believe, is a continuum. Some people see it as an ending, but I really believe that finishing is a continuum. You might start something, but you may never finish it. It may be intended for someone else to pick up the baton and carry it to the finish line. But there are things that you are intended to finish. And so being a finisher is really about identifying those things that matter to you. Sometimes we're just doing things that check the box. I've done this. I accomplished that. But it's about achieving those things that are really in your heart to achieve because it's really about legacy.
0: I would definitely say that I am guilty of at the beginning of the year, listing a bunch of stuff and then not finishing those items. Um, usually I do it through making resolutions at the start of the year. Do you support resolution making or should people be doing something else?
1: I support resolution making only if it really is a firm decision. I don't know that people often are really weighing Do I have time to do this? How committed am I to something? I think we decide, you know what? I'm just going to lose weight this year. I'm going to go to the gym four times a week. I'm going to start eating healthy. We start identifying specific goals without weighing the consequences, without weighing our level of commitment, without considering what support we have. We don't even think about our environment because sometimes our environment is not conducive to us achieving some of the things that we set out to do. Sometimes there are people around that are going to discourage you from doing those things. So yes, I support it if it really is a firm decision. Think about it committees and legislative bodies, they vote because they've weighed whether or not this is something that is possible that they should move forward with. We don't always do that when it comes to resolutions. And so if you're going to do that, if you're going to be firm in considering whether this is something I can do, I should do, I will be able to do, absolutely. Otherwise, you really are wasting your time and you're setting yourself up for disappointment.
0: That makes a lot of sense. So the 30 minutes that I spend at the beginning of the year coming up with my list of 25 things, not a good use of time, but maybe really reflecting on things coming up with a smaller number. That's the better way to go. It is. absolutely. You have advocated for women to be collaborative and strategic in their support. What does this mean?
1: Being collaborative and strategic means that we're going to think about the bigger picture. We're going to think about what are we really trying to accomplish at work? You know, I noticed with your organization, you seem to be very strategic in sponsorship and allyship. There are a number of things that you're doing. And I think that's so important. You begin to look at what is it that, where are we trying to get to? Whether it's part of your team, whether it's in your community. And so are you trying to become a judge? Are you trying to run for office? Are you trying to get on a board or whatever it is that you're trying to do? And I think you look at the big picture and you strategize. A lot of times women are not doing that. How do I get a seat at the table? But then how do I make sure that somebody else has an opportunity at that table as well? So I think that's really important for you to cooperate with one another. But that means being able to talk to each other. I think as you all do, you have conversations with each other to get to know one another. Where are our strengths? Where are we aligned in certain areas? What's the network that I have that I can share with you to help you to get into that door? So I think that's really part of being strategic.
0: Are there any specific areas where people can be strategic?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So again, you can do for work, you can look at if there's some goal that you're trying to accomplish, people are struggling sometimes. Uh, And here's another example. We're finding that many people, many women are dealing with mental health challenges coming out of the pandemic. We are different. We are different. And I think it's time for us to look at workplace policies I think it's time for us to look at community building, how are we developing strategic um, and resilient networks in support of women versus just this is what we're going to do and this is what we've always done, this has worked for us. We're in very different times. You're seeing the quiet quitters now. People have had an opportunity to work from home and they've had a chance to spend more time with family and loved ones and they're looking at What's really important to me? And so I think you've got to look at where are we trying to get to, but what really matters to women? What really matters to individuals in terms of what they're trying to accomplish versus We're just going to move forward with what we think is important at this time. So mental health, looking at a person, how can we provide that support? What do we have in place that really benefits people or does what we have in place really benefit? You know, we've had EAP programs, we've had referrals and and things like that, but women are falling apart and they're being silent about their struggles. And so how do we really support women in that way, being more strategic?
0: What immediate steps can people take now to set this year up for a strong finish?
1: You know, people may not not like this, but I would encourage you, and I I have this in my book, See You at the Finish Line, write your obituary. Mm -hmm. It's the Stephen Covey, start with the end in mind. I encourage you to write your obituary. Why? Why? Because writing the obituary helps you to think about what it is you really want to accomplish. What does my life look at? Someone's going to say something, whether it's at a service or no, right? But someone's going to say something about your life. You get to influence that by how you live today, by what you've accomplished. And so by writing the obituary, you get to really think about what is it that I hope to accomplish before I close my eyes for the last time? And then you get to to live toward that. Now, you have no control over what people actually say at the end, but you've influenced it. And so I think if you're going to think about success for 2024, it's really stepping back and saying, I need to search my heart about what's really important to me at this season in my life. And knowing that that can change as you get older, what is important to you right now may not be important to you later. There may be some other things, but for 2024, really think about what really matters to you. What can you do? And being realistic, just like I said, if you're going to make these resolutions, identify, as you said, maybe one, two, three things that are really important. So if this is January of 2025, what is it that I want to be able to say that I've accomplished in those last 12 months? What's going to make me feel good about my life, about my year? And so set yourself up for for success by doing those things.
0: Aside from the uh, obituary writing, are there any specific exercises or practices that you would recommend to our listeners to help them become finishers?
1: Absolutely. So one thing you really want to do is examine um, your support network. Who's around you? That's an immediate thing that you can do. Because as I mentioned, sometimes we don't have the people around us that's going to cheer us on, that's going to be able to support us. Who around me, whether it's at work, whether it's in our personal lives, could be distractors, right? disruptors. Who is it? So take a look at your network. Sometimes you need to add into your inner circle. Sometimes some people need to exit your inner circle. Some people you're going to love from a distance, right? It doesn't mean you discard them. You don't say, I will never deal with that person. No, you just love them from a distance. So that's one thing that you can do. Look at your environment also. One of the things that I've found is sometimes I need to go buy water. Water inspires me. So do you have something in your environment, even if it's in your office, that when you look at, it's encouraging to you? What music, what is it that really inspires you to be able to move forward? Also think about your time. There are ways to better manage your time because sometimes we're putting things on our plate and we haven't considered what we can do and what's realistic. I read a book called The Four-Hour Workweek. I haven't gotten to that yet. I want to be able to get to that. But there's also a program called the 12-week year. And it's about setting your goals in 12 weeks versus 12 months. That particular process says one week is 30 days right? So at the end of 12 weeks, this is a year. And the authors of the book said that what they found is a lot of people were trying to achieve specific goals. They were rushing to finish toward the end of the year if they hadn't accomplished them, just so that they can say they accomplished them. But by setting the goals up in periods of 12 weeks, it forces you to take action immediately. Now, that's not going to work with all goals. So you want to be clear about which goals you identify. So time management is really important. One other thing related to time management that I've learned is to really look at those time distractors, those things that distract you. And so when people come and it's not planned and they come to talk to you, they call you on the phone, start with time. Hi. Hi. I've got five minutes. (laughs) Is that enough? If not, can I schedule a time to talk with you later? And when a person begins at four minutes and 30 seconds, you say, you know, remember I said I only had five minutes, so I'm going to have to go. Can we wrap this up? By doing that, you are now avoiding having a conversation that started out supposed to be five minutes, turning into 30. Those kinds of things really distract you and your time.
0: That's a great tip. How can our listeners
1: connect with you and follow your work? So um, finishersnetwork.com, if you go there, you can book a consultation with me. You can sign up just to hear about some things that I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be doing some mentoring in 2024. I'm actually going to do a vision board session at the end of this year. So in uh, 2023, I will have done a vision board session. I want to encourage people to, Really consider that you were talking about some things you can do. And let me just give one other tip and I'll go back to how you can connect with me. When we do a vision board, we often do things that are personal to us. I encourage people to do a vision board that shows impact. What is the impact of what you're doing? So You get the extra money that you you get, the promotion that you want, but what's going to be the impact? Whose life is going to be better? Put that on your vision board. Because what I found is that when we do that, when we're focusing on the why of our goals, it makes a big difference versus just the what, what I'm trying to accomplish, but who benefits from that? So that's something else you can do. But you can reach me at finishersnetwork at gmail.com. I'm on social media, but if you go to um, finishersnetwork.com, you can sign up to find out more about what I'm doing.
0: That's great. And do you have any final thoughts that you would like to share with our listeners?
1: You know, I really do want to challenge the listeners to set yourself up for success in 2024. Um, Be honest about what it is you really want to do and what you're going to do. And again, I just want to reiterate, look at, do I have the support to do this? Do I have the resolve to do this this year? Do I have the time in my calendar to do this this year? What happens if there are interruptions? What happens when life happens? You know, Some people say life keeps lifing, right? Things happen, accidents, sickness, all of those things. And so, I think that's really important that you consider whether or not you're going to be able to do those things and remember the why of your goals. So I think that's going to be really important for you if you're going to be sex, uh, successful in 2024 and be able to say, I am a finisher. I make progress, yeah. not excuses. Right. Uh, exactly. and that's my affirmation to do that. I say that regularly.
0: Well, thank you so much for speaking with me today, Dr. Love. I really appreciate your insights, the thoughtful questions that you have challenged us to ask ourselves, the tips that you have given us to help us achieve the things that our hearts really want to achieve. So happy 2024. And thank you again for speaking with me.
1: Thank you as well. It's been a pleasure. I really appreciate it. And you all continue to do the great work that the Women's Lawyers Association is doing. I think that's, that's absolutely wonderful.
0: Thank you. Thank you for listening to Working Towards Nine. Music is provided by David Menny. To learn more about this podcast and WLAM, please visit our website at womenlawyers.org. The views expressed during this episode do not necessarily reflect the opinions of WLAM or its members.